You are invited. I'm putting it right here on your I'm show. I'm playing spin the bottle with you, Kevin. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a very special postseason BB19 special hashtag things Kevin says. Look, everybody, I heard what you all said. You wanted more Kevin. We tried to think of a way to give you guys more Kevin, and we came up with this show, hashtag things Kevin says. It's an advice show, which we're totally qualified to give all of you. Okay, look, I legally have to put this disclaimer in right now. We are not qualified to give you any advice. Any advice that you follow on this show is you following the advice of crazy people, and then whatever happens is your own fault. For comedic purposes, allegedly, allegedly everything that we say on this show, allegedly. That being said, if you guys want to see any of our BB19 content back, you can check it out at yourrealityrecaps.com slash BB19. That's where Kevin's other shows are right now, and where these shows will be. If you guys want to leave voicemails for the next show, you can do that at yourrealityrecaps.com slash voicemail. And you guys are watching right now in UNAP. Now, make sure that you become a fan and subscribe so you're alerted every time that we go live. Of course, we have our cooking shows with John and Glammy uh, this Wednesday night. Dance and Amy is live every Thursday covering Survivor. Uh, we have our game nights on Friday and Bravo shows. So lots of shows for you guys every night of the week. Make sure you become a fan right here in you now so that you are alerted. Lastly, if you want to help support our shows, consider becoming a patron at yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron. You can access to the patron-only group prize giveaways just for patrons, and it really helps us keep bringing you guys shows like these all year long. Now, that being said, I need to bring in the man that you all want to hear from. It's Kevin! Hey, Eric. How you doing, pal? How's everyone doing out there? Love you guys. We got a lot of advice coming. Free advice. Don't worry about it. It's coming. It is coming, and it is free advice. Kevin, I heard that you get what you hear for. That's right. That's right. Oh, they're going to get a handful right here tonight. Trust me. They Trust are me. going to get a handful. If they, may, they may not like what they hear, but everything is going to be truth and come from the bottom of my heart and caring about people. When I have as big families I have, anything I tell you is the truth. There's nothing will deviate from trying to make the best for you and for everybody. Trust me. I am so glad that you said that right from your heart, Kevin. Oh, absolutely. Everybody. Okay. Well, and then on the flip side, everyone, I'm here to be a horrible, mean monster and make all of you laugh. So I'm sure Kevin will give you the great advice and I'll get all the hate mail. So this is going to be a wonderful show. You all know how I feel about children and I'm sure there's going to be questions about them. How can you beat that, Eric? You get the hate mail and I get the I get the accolade. So yeah, that's fantastic. It's perfect. I'll protect you, Kevin. All right. Thank so, you. I need I should have met you in the eighties, but that's all right. Eighties <laughs> is my favorite time, but we're not even really? gonna go there. The eighties was your favorite time? Of course it was. You know when I got out, I got out of high school in seventy nine. I wasn't born yet. No, I know that. No one on the show was born when I was in high school. Yet they were still yelling about me. I don't understand it. God bless them. Let's go, Eric. Let's go. I'm ready. We, Kevin, we don't got time for your problems. We have to solve no. other people's. <laughs> That's like a seven-hour show. Are you kidding we, me? We have to solve other people's on this show, Kevin. Okay, I got you. Go ahead, man. I'm ready for All it. All right. I want to go. Um, let's take let's take one of our worldly questions. We actually have a question from um, Destiny's 
that uh so let's start with this one okay ready here we go hey kevin destiny is calling from new zealand I love you on BB19. And my question is, for all the single ladies, how do we meet a good-looking, charming, and funny guy like yourself? How do how can destinies from I think that was New Zealand meet a guy like yourself, Kevin? <laughs> okay, destinies. Here's what I'm going to tell you guys. You guys, you young guys may not like this. You stay off that social media stuff. You go out to a club. You have a good time. Or not to a club. You may go to a nice fancy restaurant where you live. Somewhere like that. You go there. You sit around with your friends. You meet someone. You look over. Oh, he's a handsome guy. I mean, let me go handsome with significant other, whatever. You go meet him. You go talk to him. And then you go out a few times. You just don't the first time go and then not see him ever again. You call and you get along. It's easy to meet. All you got to do is be nice. That's more important than anything else. Just be nice, smile, and have a good time. And be yourself. That's how you meet somebody like me. You be yourself. That's simple as that. No other question. I don't even understand why this is a hard question. I can I can answer this one much quicker. You go on Big Brother, Destiny is obviously. When you want to meet someone like Kevin, Big Brother, yeah. obviously. And get abused on Big Brother. Go get abused <laughs> on Big Brother. All right. Um, Jesse, on thank you for your question, hon. Thank you. Good luck to you. Our next question is from uh, Wesley. Let's see what Wesley has to say. My question is, dating has changed a lot over the years. Do you feel that the internet and social media, like Facebook or Twitter, is making it more difficult to have lasting relationships, or that it holds benefits that you didn't have when you were dating? Oh, okay. That, Eric, I don't, want, I don't interrupt you. I know it's your show. I can't believe that's a perfect question. They do not have, they don't have more advantages than I was younger. When I was younger, let me tell you, let's, let's throw it back to 1981. Me and my friends would go out, meet Jazz, Smooth, Flash, Paul, Cass, everyone. We'd go out to the club. Right. And you go out to a club. Go ahead, Eric. What's that? Yeah, those are their nicknames. I really didn't know their names, Eric. They were the nicknames. But we would meet, and we'd go out to a club, and you'd meet, you'd see a girl. Let's say I'm standing at the club, and I look over, and that girl has beautiful green eyes. I'd be like, man, that girl has beautiful green eyes. I'm going to go speak to her. And then you set up a few dates, and you have a time. That's the whole point. The point is not to go on one of these websites where you meet someone, and you, you go up to drive the highway, you pull off the exit ramp, and you want to meet somebody where you have a good time and have a, and take a few weeks, months, before you actually get, go out date, and you can call her your girlfriend or your special lady or your special man. Mm -hmm. Take some time. That's it. The whole thing is the chase, having a good time. You know what I mean? It's not it's not going on these websites, which is, makes it so much easier. Anyone can go to You ain't going to put up your real picture. I can put up a picture and say, my name's Kevin, and put up a picture of Eric on these websites. You, you put up... You want to be a man and a woman, and you go out there and meet somebody and meet face-to-face. -face. Look in their eyes when you talk to someone. When you talk to someone, always look in their eyes. Okay, Kevin. Uh, first of all, I feel I need to let you know, this is our show, Kevin, so feel free to interrupt. I mean, really, people are here to hear what you have to say. So. Yeah. Don't you, don't you worry, Kevin. Now, here's another reason that I'm realizing in answering these questions. I love the difference in what our answers are going to be because um, in my community, Kevin, uh, we do do a lot of dating on exit ramps and in woods. It is actually our place, Kevin. I'm heading so, out there tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm just saying it's where the gays like to go, park and rides. Um, well, I didn't mean it that way, there man. I didn't mean it. Oh, and I do. I mean it that no, way. Why? You can't, why can't you go out to dinner, Eric? You can't go out to dinner. You got to go. I mean, I don't know. We don't got time that. for that, Kevin. Really? 
Now, where Eric, they, a nice dinner. Eric, they, I'll, you come here to Boston. I'll take you to dinner. I'll take you to Strager, Del Frisco's, Amelia's. And I guarantee you, you'd be more worried about the dinner than anything else. Well, I don't know, but I think you'd be more worried about the dinner than anything else. For, Trust me. Well, well, look, first of all, uh, you can always woo me with a dinner. Okay, um, thank you. I've also been married for like 15 years, Kevin, so no one has to worry about me doing anything. 32 but, years, me. I know. Oh, I have a feeling we're going to get a question about marriage. <laughs> yes. Really? Every, oh, my, people are saying that they want this show to be live uh, from a diner. So there you go. Maybe we can do that. From where? Virginia? What a, kind, diner. Virginia? a diner. <laughs> <laughs> no, I a diner. No, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, Eric. I was making uh, a joke. Okay. Here's right. our next question, Kevin. It is from um, B. It's just, they just said B. So. As in after, after A, before C? Mm -hmm. Hi, Kevin. Okay. If my friends and I were walking in the woods and suddenly a masked man wielding a bloody knife appeared in the distance, should we split up or stay together and why? Okay, well, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You go well, first. No, no, go ahead, Eric. No, tell me what you think. I mean. If a masked right. man, if a masked man. No, I heard the question. Was... I heard the question. What do you think about it? Um, I think that obviously, like in Big Brother, you sacrifice your friend for your own game <laughs> or life. So basically, no. you trip your friend and you push her in front of the man so that you can get away. And me, Garrick, you can tell the age difference. Me, exact opposite. You never leave your friend. You stay next to your friend. If he pulls a knife, if he better use that knife, if he's coming after you, if you got four or five years, even one guy with one knife may kill one of you. So one of you got to go. And then you kill him back. Don't worry about it. You never back off. You never turn on your friend. You never leave your friend. You stay together. And there ain't no way you're going to kill five of you unless all five of you just get into the uh, – a, a curdle position, like a baby position, a fetal position, and let him just kill you. Want you got to all attack. You all attack him first, and then see what happens. I bet you he turns and runs. It's only two people, Kevin. How did it turn into five? No, no. Oh, what? Me and just my date? It's. She said just, you just hurt you and your friend. It's you and your date. Oh no, I would never leave a date there. No, you might as well kill me on the spot. Well, another never, one. never. Another reason the park and ride is a great place, Kevin. We don't have no attachment. Yeah, I am now, leaving Eric, that I'm person. I'm starting to agree more with you, Eric, here now. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. I hope there's no way. I mean, I, I've, I've only been in like a few park almost my whole life. And I, I don't remember anyone attacking. In my neighborhood, there ain't no one. Anyone who did the all attacking, you knew who was going to attack. And you just avoided them. You know what I mean? There were no people coming in like Friday the 13th in my neighborhood. They, 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 I think they'd be more afraid of my neighborhood than I'd be afraid of them. So. I don't know. Do you know, you probably know this. Here's a tip. We can also give people tips. You're supposed to put your keys in between your fingers when you're alone in, in the woods. So that if you're to punch somebody, you have all your keys sticking out and you can like attack them good if you're alone. Really? Keys I didn't in know that. But nowadays these cars don't even have keys. So you just got to, you take a hairbrush. Remember I had a hairbrush in the show? Right. I always had a, a toothbrush. You take it, you take a hairbrush, you cut a hole in it, you can little stick a little knife down the back of it, put it down your back, and then you're always protected. You have a knife with you. You pull, you pull your knife on him, see what happens. You're putting a knife in your toothbrush? No, Eric. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to give him support, defensive mechanisms, Eric. Defensive mechanisms. I'm trying to help them out. They're the ones being attacked. There's this guy coming at them. We're no, I'm not saying attack someone with your toothbrush. I'm saying defend yourself with your toothbrush. Okay, but here's my question. You know they just make regular knives. You don't need to have the knife brush. You can just just get a regular knife. Yeah, you, you don't want to carry a regular knife around. You look like a troublemaker. You want to get toothbrush uh, and hide the knife. Okay. Disguise the knife. All you right. I mean? 
All right. Um, oh. If anybody is out there and would like to fund Kevin's um, toothbrush knife, uh, Shark Tank us or something. I don't know. <laughs> Shark Tank us or something. Um, okay. Right. Love that. Okay. Let's go do another question. I'm going right. to take. I can't wait. Oh, oops. I can't <laughs> wait. Um, all right. I'm going to take this one from. You got me see. crying here, Eric. You see this? I'm laughing so hard. I can't take it. Well, good. I, I, people are loving it, Kevin. All right. Let's see oh. what Susie. Let's see what Susie has to say. How you doing, Susie? Hi, Kevin. Hi, My Susie. name is Susie. I was wondering if you could give me advice on how to deal with daughters when they're going through puberty. My daughter is 11 years old, and she is in full force puberty. Okay. Uh -oh. Her okay. attitude has completely changed. Her body is changing, and it's been an emotional roller coaster for us both. So considering you have six daughters, I was wondering how you could tell me how you dealt with it and give me suggestions on what I can do to make this easier for both her and I. Thanks, okay. Kevin. You're the best. Thank you, hon. Now, Eric, this is going to be a serious one, so we're not going to joke about this. I have daughters, and I've been through it. I have daughters who had boyfriends for a week, and then they don't have a boyfriend. And I have to sit in a room and watch them cry, and, I'm, and I'm get, I get really emotional and get upset. But what you want to do with any daughter, excuse me, any son, is spend time with them. Even if they're wrong about a relationship, because they're 11 years old, she said, or she's developing into a woman, just tell them they're right. They're not going to know. Tell them they're right. Just put your arm around them. Hug them. Watch a movie with them. Have some popcorn. Spend some time. But once they start acting like, like don't want to talk to you or they text and don't look at you, just pretend it's all right. Don't, do, don't go off the edge and like when my father, when we were younger, get you by the throat and choke. You don't want to do that. You want to act nice. Tell her that it's all right. Things are going to work out, hon. Everything's going to work out. Because no matter what, you, that's your daughter. Those are your daughters. You cannot just trade them in. If there was a trade in for daughters, I would be in the, I mean, I, I wouldn't probably be in the line for like maybe one of my, but after that, you don't want, they're your daughters. You want to put your arm around them and tell me it's really, really hot. I can't imagine being a girl now with this social media at this age, being sixth grader, seventh grader, so difficult. You have to wear the right clothes, the right arms, the right outfit, the right this and that, the right the everything. It's just too difficult. Just put your arm around them, tell them you hug them, and spend a special night with them. You know what? I'm going to tell you what to do. Let's say Monday's a holiday. Tell them Thursday night, you don't got to go to school Friday. Let's sit in the bed with me, lay in bed with me and watch a movie. No school Friday. So now she gets off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday and spend time with her and tell her how beautiful she is and how nice she is and how you're going to make something of herself in this world. It's, it's so, so maybe the, the, the Pop Warner quarterback doesn't like her. Come on. Who cares? By the time the Pop Warner quarterback's in high school, he ain't going to be the pop, he ain't going to be the high school quarterback anyhow. He's probably going to be he's probably going to be in the stand sitting there saying I used to be so good. I used to be so good. Just make sure you spend time with her, put your arm around her and tell her you love her. Never stop telling you love her no matter how mad they get at you, no matter how much of a fool they make of you, no matter how much they disrespect you, it just tell her how much you love her. Eventually they'll come around. That's a God's promise. I love that answer, Kevin. I I think in all seriousness, I think, and I don't know because I don't have children, but I think I know as a child, I exactly what you said. I think all that children want is to hear that their parents love and support exactly. them. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. Spend time that. with them. Spend time with them. That's the key, man. Time. The four-letter word. The four-letter word. And it's not any of those four-letter words that you think they put on there. 
Google or YouTube or Instagram and Twitter. The four-letter word is spend time with them in love. Tell them you love them. Even if you're mad at them, you got to understand you're the parent. She's not the parent. So they think maybe in school today, some boy she like didn't look at her or some girl he like didn't look at her or whatever. So they come home. Who are they going to take it out on? Not that boy or girl because they want that boy or girl to be impressed. So they're not going to talk to you. Dad, I don't want to talk to you. Why? I didn't do nothing. So what are you going to do? You can't. You can't just yell at them. You can't give them back. It's not like you could trade them in and get tickets to the Bruins game. You have to take care of them. Tell them you love them. Hug them. And always tell them you love them. Always tell them you love them. And they can't beat that. What are they going to tell you love? If you tell them you love them, they're going to say, they're going to be stunned. They're not going to know what to say. I agree. I agree. I think love. I I I didn't know that when that question started that between a, you, a straight man father, and me, we're going to be able to handle a puberty question for a girl. Oh, absolutely. But look at you. Oh, you I did it. They lay in bed with me every night. We used to. You know what I put on? You know my favorite thing to do was I would go to the drive-in with them. Or I would take one of them at a time. Go to the ice cream store. Pretend like. I would say, come on, get in the car. We ride to the ice cream store. Or we lay in bed and just watch a movie together. But you have to spend time and put your arm around them. I mean, the faults, every man, every man, woman, and human being has faults. The faults don't end after you become a parent. I have faults. Mm-hmm. Everyone has faults. You got to deal with them. You know, I will say, uh, I just saw Wesley in the chat room uh, from the question earlier said, Kevin, you should really write a parenting book. Well, you get six daughters and I get six daughters. And I used to lay in room in the room across from my daughter and watch her cry because at 13, she left her boyfriend. And then at 13 and a week later, I had a new boyfriend, then a new boyfriend, and then a new boyfriend. And they, the boyfriend don't mean that you, you, it's like a three week boyfriend, like when we were younger. So, and I was like, see, I told you guys, things happen, things change. You don't have to worry. And now they don't even remember which one they don't even talk about mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? It's just a tough age to get to with social media. Oh my God. I can't believe how tough it must be. But what you got to do is deal with it. I mean, they're your children. It doesn't matter. God gave them to you. So you can't, you can, I guess maybe there's some, there's some like station where God could trade your children in, but I never heard of it. So you got to deal with it and take care of your children and love them. And then they become productive parents, productive adults, productive human beings. That's all you can ask for. I have seven productive human beings. So no matter how bad I was my whole life, I'm proud of my kids more than me. I'm more proud of my kids than me. Not I, well, I, me. I think that's the sign of a good. I think that's the sign of a good parent. I, I think you should be more proud of your parent of your uh, children. Oh, absolutely. All right, let's move over. Let's move to a question. Um, This one is from uh, Erica. Okay, let's see what Erica has to say. Hi, Kevin. This is Erica. My question is, when we have company late at night, how do you get your nosy kids to go to bed? How do you get your nosy kids to go to bed when you have company at night? Um, Oh, I'll... You say what? That's an easy one. Okay, go ahead. You go first. Okay, so you tell your kids, listen, girls and boys, whoever the kids are, listen, when you have your friends over, uh-huh. you're going to have your friends over next week. Uh-huh. I'm going to sit here all night while your friends are here and not let you do anything you guys want to do at your 13-year-old age because I'm going to sit there the whole time. Now, you can go to the other room upstairs and put on a movie. I'm going to order you a pizza. You can sit in there and have the pizza. You come in there, you give them a kiss in their forehead, tell them you love them. By the time the pizza's there and they have the pizza, they're passed out. You're upstairs with you, your husband or wife, and your couples, your couple's friends having a good time. Your kids are passed out. Everything's fine. And then when they have their friends, you go in there for the first 40 minutes and just purposely aggravate them. And then say, you know what? 
because you left the other night while we had friends over. I'm going to leave now that you have friends over. But just remember how it feels because when you have friends, you don't want me there. It's not that you don't love me or I don't love you, but you don't want to be there because you want to be with your friends. You may want to say stupid, goofy kid stuff or stupid, goofy parent stuff. So what you want to do, that's what you do. you got to outsmart them. You have to outsmart the kids. Simple as that. So what I'm hearing is the Kevin of the last answer, who wanted to love and spend time with his children, uh, yes. this answer is now trolling his kids after a key party. No, no, I'm telling them. Well, she was asking, how do you ask them to leave the party right. while she's there with another couple? So I didn't say just throw them down the stairs kick them up the stairs and say, get into bed like when I was younger. Mm -hmm. No, you can't do that. I was telling them, you wait when your friends come. I'm going to stay up here the whole time while your friends are here and see how you feel about it. Ke so, Okay. Now, Kevin, you're like, I mean, well, okay, this sentence is weird. You could be my dad, but here's what I mean. Kevin. Here's what I mean. I can tell, Kevin, that you and I were raised with the same uh, values and in the same way. Could you Absolutely. ever imagine getting an exclamation uh, an, uh, an explanation from your parents if my parents said do something you did it or you were beaten within an inch of your life hey eric listen to me man apparently they don't know how old i am i was born before the beatles got together uh -huh. if you did something wrong when your father come home at 2 30 in the morning and got you out of bed the worst part wasn't the beating the worst part was the anticipation oh, of yeah. the you would wait in the bathroom for two hours while he ate and had another drink, and then when you come in, the, when you come in the bathroom, you got you got your beaten. So you would be terrified. Oh, yeah. You don't want your kids nowadays. It's not the same way to live. So you can't terrify them. But you gotta you gotta sort of. I mean, hopefully everyone is twenty years older than any one of their children. So you gotta outsmart them. You know what I mean? You gotta tell them when your friends come, I'm gonna hang around them. So we're here with my friends. We're having a good time. Order them a pizza. Order them something. Have make a smudge. You know, you make a smudge. Put some marshmallow in a thing. And squish it. And send them upstairs and put a movie on. Give them a kiss and tell them to go to bed. I love it. I think it's perfect. Let's smore them. Smore them to death, Eric. Smore them to death. Smore them to death. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's see what um let's see what Vicky let's see what Vicky needs advice on tonight. That's a beautiful name, by the way, Vicky. I love Vicky. Here she goes. Come on, Vicky. Hi, Kevin. Oh. This is Vicki from Michigan. I live about 30 miles from Ramsey's. Haven't had a chance to see him yet, but I hope to soon. Thank you for joining us tonight. Now, being of the same generation, I'm amazed by your memory. Your, my question to you is how do you keep it so sharp? I can't even keep the kids, names of my kids straight. Well. Thanks in advance. Hope I remember to turn you on at 7 o'clock. Hope you're... Hope you're here, Vicky. <laughs> so Vicky wants to know how you keep your memory so uh, sharp, Kevin. Well, first of all, Eric, let me tell Vicky. Vicky, you turned me on. Thank you so much. We're the same age group. You turned me on. How to keep memory so sharp? It's because I like watching the news and MSNBC and things like that. And I remember growing up as a kid, I used to. I was told one day by this guy in my neighborhood. His name was Pineapple Jimmy. So. He come up to me and said, listen, and that's a true name, Eric. I, you can't make that kind of no, name. No, you up. can't make that up. So he said to me, Kevin, you can't go to the future unless you remember your past. So I used to I love history. If anything in school, I think I was thrown out of every class in school, except for the history class. I used to love going to history. So when I talked to them about like the JFK, that Pearl, things like that, that happened in American history. I was under the, uh, I was under the assumption that all people knew what was what these answers were. I didn't understand. I forgot that these young kids, they may bring their phone into the class and not even talk. 
But I just remember, because I love history, because you can't go forward, you can't live now in the, pe- in the present or the future without remembering what happened in the past. The past mistakes, the same going to happen to you if you don't remember those mistakes that were made. And I just like history, and I remember things, and I like music. A lot of times we were growing up, we were poor, so we didn't have much, but we had a little radio in my room. I listened to music all the time. We only got an AM station. Mm-hmm. Now it's called, it was called WILD in Boston. I can still remember to this day, 1973, 74, Jackson 5, uh, those type of groups. But you just remember things. That's how you do things. That's all. Simple as that. I don't even remember what the first sentence was that you said when you started that answer. So, Eric, that's because you're compelled to listen to my answers. I get you mesmerized. I have you a horrible me. memory. I have a horrible You're mesmerized by listening to my answers. Am I right? It is true. I am mesmerized by listening yeah. to your answers. Fact. If, if anybody has a surefire way of how to remember, you should let me know. Because I really don't know. I think if there is early onset Alzheimer's, and I'm not even kidding, I think I have it. I can't remember things that happened yesterday. So... Um, and you know what, Eric, a lot of the things, listen, I can remember because I base it on numbers and based it on family members, based it on like, say, like, like, uh, birthdays or, or some kind of something happened in the year. So you try to base it on that. And then a lot of times you just do it in, in when you go on and remember, you know, you have no choice. You have to remember things. So I just remember things and I just figure a lot of people should get more interested in what happened around the world before they were born. Like what happened? how things happened in the 50s and 60s and the movements and all the things they had to make where we are now, to allow the people now to be making so much money and so much on the internet and so much on YouTube and so much on Instagram that the people who suffered to get them where they are. So you try to remember things. That's all. I just, I grew up watching things and just, that's how I just remember. I don't know. You just remember. You just have a good memory, Kevin. That's fine. You're you're a lot. No one is judging you for your good memory. I mean, Kelly might. Because we have a question here from Kelly. so Kelly, come on. Go easy, Kelly. What do you mean? Go ahead. Let's see what Kelly wants. Oh, my goodness. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kelly. Thanks for doing an advice show. That's I'm up. calling because you have seven children, so you must have some <laughs> advice to give to us newer parents. Um, my question is, how did you get your kids to go to bed at night? My child never wants to sleep and is up until all hours of the night and it is exhausting. So, any insight you can give, that would be great. Thanks. Now, Kevin, I am aware that it's that question... Easier. Well, 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 what I know the question's for you. I'm going to let you take... I'm going to give my... Even though it was for Kevin, I'm no, going to let... I want your advice too. Okay, my ahead. advice is, again, just because mine is very short and very simple for this one. It's called chloroform. They sell it <laughs> several places. You put a little bit on the rag and you go, come here, sweetheart, smell mommy's perfume, and you shove it in her face and your kid's asleep. Simple answer. Go ahead, Kevin. What's your Okay, answer? here's my answer is, one of three things. One of my daughters could never sleep. So I would put her in the car, ride around the block, and make a sound important. I'd put the music up loud. She'd make, she's only two, two years old. So it's not like you would put up like, you'd put up like uh, Kanye West screaming and stuff. Like you'd put up music and you'd ride around the block and talk to her. Put the heat on or chill out in the car. She'd be asleep like that. Number two is in the morning, the, the child you have, if I had so many, most of my child, you know what happened to me? I was lucky. I, I couldn't understand why people couldn't have more children because my first daughter go to sleep at eight at night, sleep late in the morning. I'd be like, man, this is easy. Second, third, fourth. But my fifth child, Alana, if she was my first child, I'd have one child 
believe me. So I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So I used to drive her around the block in the car. But you don't have to do that. During the daytime, don't let her nap. When they're ready to nap, no, don't let her nap. Get her up. Now it's your turn to be awake, so you keep her up. Don't Or him. Don't let her nap. You don't give too much. And then at nighttime, you go in there, you tell them a story, you dim the lights low, you put them in your arms, you rock them in the arms, you tell them a story, you give them the bottle, you know, you nice warm milk, you give them the bottle, and then you tell them a story. Now, this is after not letting them sleep all day. Now, if you're going to let them sleep from 10 to 3, and then get up and then sleep again from 7 to 8, and then expect them to go to bed at night, that's not going to happen. I mean, I wouldn't do that. I, I want to be up all night. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't let them sleep during the day, Eric. You let make them stay up during the day. That's when they – so if they look like they want to nap, if, they're, if you're like this and they're dozing, you wake them up. Them. You, <laughs> there you go. Electric. You make them stay up, and then you start setting specific hours. You set them to bed at a certain time. And, of course, if they had slept four hours during the day, they're not going to stay in bed. But if you kept them up from 7 in the morning – and then at seven at night, 12 hours, there's no infant two and under who can stay up. You give them a nice warm bottle. You tell them the stories. They may be fabricated, the stories. You tell them the story, how much you love them. You love them. You put them in the bed, change the diaper, baby oil, nice clean diaper, baby powder. Put the diaper on, nice onesie. Put it on. Give them a hug. Put the baby oil all over. Give them a nice kiss. Tell them how much you love them. Put them in bed with the bottle. Lights out. Go upstairs with your husband or wife. Have a glass of wine and watch the movie. Watch the Bronx Tale. You're all set. I honestly think that this goes to my point. I don't understand, and I've said this in many shows, I don't understand what the point of children are unless you're trying to make little maids and chefs. So much like what Kevin is saying, you put those little things to work. They're going to eat all your food. They're going to spend all your money. Like, Daddy, Daddy, I need candy. Forget. No, you're going to make dinner. You're going to clean the windows. You put them to work all day in the house like the little servants they should be. Hey, listen, when they get older, it's even worse, Eric. Trust me. Not for me, it wasn't. I would, that's why I'm neurotic to this day, because yeah. I was raised like I had to clean the house, and you know, you know. No, so was I. No, no, no. Listen, my mother, me and my brothers, listen, when my mother would, my father would call the house about midnight from the bar, are the kids being good? If my mother, I'd be like, don't say nothing. If my mother said, Kevin, I was like, oh, my God. Then when he'd come home, three in the morning, I'd be like, you'd be sweat. It wasn't afraid to get beat. You didn't mind the beat. The worst thing was the anticipation of a beat. Now, think about what I'm saying, Eric. Now, I could come there and get you in 10 seconds. You beat me up. I beat you up. The fight's over. But for two hours, I can anticipate you coming to beat me up. That's worse than the beating. Think about it. The oh, beat I, means oh, nothing. Oh, I, the I, anticipation's I, worse. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, all right. I'm going to... All right. Let's... Oh, boy. All right. Let's take this question. It Thank is you, from... Um, it is... It is from... Eric, I hope you're writing these answers down for these questions. Because oh, yeah. These I'm writing them all down. Profound. They are profound, Eric. Oh, well, I have a feeling this one's going to be riveting. Here we go. Oh, Here we go. go Hi, Kevin. My name is New Jersey Girl. I'm a big fan. Loved you this season. I'm so happy that you're... Doing the show on Reality Recaps, uh, I really could use your advice. Mm -hmm. um, I have a friend. Mm -hmm. Let's call him Not Eric. Mm -hmm. Not Eric does not like to wear pants, even when going outside of his house. He has a strange obsession with going to do drive throughs pantsless. <laughs> How would you tell Eric, not Eric, I mean, <laughs> that this is not acceptable, if not criminal behavior? Should <coughs> I just call the cops to help send the message? and help get through how do you deal with friends that have socially unacceptable habits 
So, okay, okay. Well, I, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm clearly a spoiler alert. If you're not aware, Kevin, this is obviously a big time, you know, fan of the show, New Jersey Girl, and I think she was trying to shade me in the fact that I don't wear pants a lot. However, my whole takeaway was she called me her friend at the end of that, and I'm gonna help. Her, I'm gonna help you out and her out right now. Right? Okay, go ahead. Why I'm here. This is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. So Kevin thinks he said. So here's the thing. First of all. Where I grew up, where everyone my age grew up, you never call the police. That's bottom line. Forget about the police. Inkskay rinksing on the police gate. That's simple as that. No problem. What you do is you take a picture of this particular person and with these pants on or off, which most of the time you say they're off. And I mean, if there's not underwear, apparently this person can't go to the library or public places. So, I mean, you take a picture of this person and then maybe you want to show this person what this person looks like without the pants. And when they realize deep down how they look without the pants, maybe they'll be more consumed with saying, oh, my God, maybe I should throw a pair of pants on. Now, I'm not saying throw on dungarees. I'm saying throw on a nice pair of pants like these pants here, a nice pair of black pants or something like that, a nice pair of pants. And I'm not condoning not having on pants. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to wear pants, I mean, there's islands in the Caribbean where you don't got to wear nothing all the time. Right. So, I mean, do what you want. But, I mean, if you're coming down the Jersey Turnpike yeah. and you're naked and you're naked, uh, I don't know. You're going to do at least 20 days observation somewhere. So what you want to do is focus, maybe take a picture of this particular person. I'm not going to name names and put this person and then send a picture of this person to his Skype or Instagram or Twitter. There's so many things. I don't even have enough fingers for what they have or text or Snapchat or bamboozle, whatever the hell they bamboozle, whatever they do. Mm-hmm. And then you send a picture and say, now this is what you look like without clothes on. Now, do you think this is fair to America, to your state, to your city, to the nuns, to the priests, to the neighborhood, to the children, to everyone? And this is how you think it's fair? Unless they, I mean, unless they're like a bodybuilder and they look good naked. I mean, I don't know. Send a picture and show them what they really look like, and they will stop the next day, guaranteed. They'll be going down to Express or some other store, H&M, Forever 21, and buying tight jeans. Buy tight jeans. It's just as good as wearing nothing. Okay, Kevin, many points I need to make here. Uh, number yeah. one, the priest might like it. Number two, <laughs> I'm not wearing pants uh, because they are too tight. Uh, yeah, no. Number number three, you seem to think, I don't know, you're missing the point that I don't wear the pants on this show, Kevin. Well, that's Every, fine. You everybody. Yeah. Up. I, I, don't have, I, mean, I don't have on shoes or socks, so I mean... Yeah, and I'm not naked. I'm in boxer shorts. I just don't want to wear pants you're fine. all the time. Then guys, then boxer shorts are just like basketball shorts, just like sweat. I'm mean, just like shorts, just like workout stuff in the gym. If you're wearing boxer shorts, God bless you. Right. You're it's fine. Shorts. You wear your and then you go to Burger King and you yeah. order Burger King. You call me up. I'm going to give you my card right. number. I'm buying you three cheeseburgers, a sludge fry, and a vanilla milkshake on Kevin with your boxer shorts on, guaranteed. Thank you. That you is are what, that is you what, are welcome. That is what I would appreciate. And you I got that right. I don't ever want to. You're on your own. I don't ever want to think of New Jersey girl taking pictures of me in my underwear ever again. So we're gonna. Jersey girl, off. listen, Jersey girl, nice to talk to you though, honey. She does love you, I am sure. Really? Does she? Really? <laughs> she does. Well, I love her too. Until I said hi, I never been to Jersey. You know that? God, you're so lucky. You got away with no radiation poisoning. I was was in Jersey once. They threw me out. I went to the Prudential Center or something. Prudential Center in Jersey. uh, Yeah, I went there with my daughter to a K-pop concert. Oh, look, uh, it's a good thing, Kevin. 
Yeah, no. I don't know. I mean, I like Jersey. I watch The Sopranos. They're my favorite, one of my favorite shows. No, it's nice. Like, it's just, you know, it's like the, it's right up there in like the armpit section of the United States. It's, you know, like where they dump all the garbage for, like we need it. It exists for a purpose. It's where we send all the garbage. So, you know, it's a nice state. I'm not saying nothing, Eric. I got enough people who don't like me. <laughs> don't worry, Kevin. Everybody that's watching this show is aware of my longtime rivalry with New Jersey for comedic purposes, everyone. So calm down. Okay. Let's take this very important question from Olive Oiled. Like, like, like Popeye? Okay, Kevin. Inquiring minds want to know, how do you choose which mojos you use? Uh, olive oiled, I guess, like Popeye, would like to know, how do you choose the mojos that you use? Of course, I think she means emojis. No, of course. Mo- no, no, mojos. It's mojos. Or slash tags. I know. Hashtag. Though you call it slash tags. No, I do call it. You call it hashtag. I call it slash tag. Okay. I call it onesies. I call it mojos. I call it BFF. If you're going to stay in someone's house, you should call it. I don't know what they call it. Airbnb? No, no. If you're staying in someone's house for a week, you should be a BFF. How do I choose the mojos? Well, it's pretty simple. I, I really don't send all that stuff out because, first of all, I just got these. Uh-huh. So I really can't see those little things. And half of them, I sent a couple mojos out and someone was crying or giving the finger and I didn't know it. So I just keep like a set of mojos to the side, which are hearts and eyes and love and across. And I keep pressing them like this. So here's what I do. Uh-huh. Pretend this is my phone. You see it? Right. That's what I do. And I send them and I'll send them to everyone. Eric, I'll send them to you. I'll send it to her, everybody. That's why I choose the mojo. I'm, I'm not much of a mojo guy because I've always had my mojo working. Uh-huh. So I, I usually send my five or six of the same mojo, which is all hearts. Because I really don't hate nobody. I really don't want to fight nobody or right. knowing a mojo. I'm, I'm, I want to have be friends now. I'm too old. If I can't fight any of them. I mean, I don't want to fight nobody. So for those who don't understand, basically, Kevin is selecting the mojos in the most commonly used section, which he has his hearts and crosses and things. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Eric. So, Thank you for cleaning it up, Eric. So in matter of fact, there's no system. Eric's right. I just press what's there. Well, no, no. That so, is what you said. You, you they're can't... frequently used. Right. Exactly. Right. So, so yeah. Kevin... I'm going to let you know that the, the when we do meet at some event, I will be sneaking your phone and I will be replacing that section with all of the middle fingers and the head exploding and all this stuff because I love the thought of you having to text those bad ones to somebody. People won't know it's not me because my daughter texts one night and she sent mojos and I was like, I, I was like, Andrea, they know I don't send those mojos. I mean, I never send a pinky ring or a thumbs up. I, what the hell does that even mean? I send love hearts, cross heart, eyes, camera, star, 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 love heart, eyes, camera. I mean, what the hell? And then there's a lump. Of, there was a, I don't want to say the word. There's a lump of S-H-I-T. I said, who the hell would put a mojo of a lump of S-H-I-T there? Mm-hmm. And she said, I said, are you kidding me? And she said, yeah, people send it all the time. I said, well, that's what's wrong with this world. Send some love. Send some love. Eric, I love you. Send love. Now, this is true, Kevin. I'm not going to, well, I'm going to, I'll flash it, but no one's going to read it. But you can kind of see like right here. Oh, look, a whole bunch of mojos from Kevin. Now, I will tell you something that you might not have known, Kevin. This is a text message that uh, you sent me when you did the show last month. And it says, it says, hey, Eric, uh, it's, it's Kevin. We're still on for Monday night. And then you did 
Red Heart Cross, Star Star, Black Heart Black Heart, Star Hand Praying, Sideways Eyes, Purple Heart, Camera Cross, Red Heart. Now here's Thank you. here's the thing you don't know, Kevin. I Thank went to the patron group, which we're not supposed to talk about, and we tried to decode what all of your emojis meant. We, we had a whole meeting summit about it. Like, did what were you saying that in my center of my core was a black heart? No, my mojo. No, they don't mean that. I don't think I'm they kidding. mean that. And so, but I did tell you exactly verbatim what I send all the time. That's why I send it to you. So it's not. I mean, I'm sorry, Eric. It's you are you are very close, and I love you. But it's I send them to everybody. You know what I mean? Fine. Well, I don't want you to not feel special, Eric. You are special to me. Thank you. I appreciate feeling special. In that case, then, let's see, because, oh, my God, we're almost running out of time. Let's get through a few more. Um, Let's take this question from LC. 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 Ladies' choice. Ladies' choice. Here we go. Hey, guys, this is LC talking. And um, my question is, is... I work from home and I work on the phones and pretty much I get annoyed by customers, like crazy annoyed. And sometimes it gets to the point to where it uh, drops out my survey scores, which is not a good thing. Any good advice on how to keep my cool with customers and not want to try to jack slap somebody? Uh, Because sometimes I deal with some really not fun people and keeping my cool is like... um, Keeping trying to keep ice cream from melting there in the summer. Uh, so any advice would be appreciated. Uh, thanks, guys. Loves yous. I'm sorry. I'm confused at what job LC has where she's down customer service and is allowed to yell at people. <laughs> she's a bookie. She's a bookie on the phone. So listen, here's, here's what I'm going to tell Eric, listen, I have the perfect answer for this. Perfect answer. Okay, go ahead. What I want LC to do is this. LC, I'm not guessing your age. You sound, you sound intelligent. You sound like... You, 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 you're over 30 years old. What I want you to do is I want you to, when you hang up the phone on some miserable caller that you want to slam the phone and you want to yell at, I want you to think back one day when you were 12 years old, when you were hanging out in the neighborhood and you were listening to the Jackson 5 or something like that, and the handsome boy come by or whoever come by, and you got nervous, your heart was beating fast, your hands were sweating, you were nervous, you were apprehensive, you just wanted to look at the boy and just take a deep breath and think that you were back there in those days. And remember those days. And say to yourself, man, this person's not going to aggravate me so bad that I'm going to flip out. You just don't want to flip out. Just be cool because it's your job. So think about the good times in your life. It may have been a time you spent with your mother or your father or your grandmother and grandfather, your aunts and uncles, or your cousin. You and your cousin that week in the summer when you were down the Cape, when you had to go into the, the into the lake and they had these watermelons. You try to bring it out and they felt... I have, you know what I mean? Just remember the good times you had as a kid. That's all you got to do. And put it down, take a deep breath, and remember how it's nice, how nice it was when you and your brothers and sisters or you and your mom and dad, or you and your aunts and uncles, you and your grandparents were there in the younger, in the 70s and 80s, and how much fun you had and how enjoyable it was. Take a deep breath and say, this person's not going to aggravate me. Don't let this person ruin the person you always were. And don't flip out and then be, get a bad you don't want to get in trouble at work. You just want to do things you have to do and be nice. And remember, everyone's not going to be nice. Everyone's not going to be nice. But everyone didn't have the childhood you had. So enjoy it. Remember the childhood. Take that into account and have a good time. And then remember that. And nothing can bother you. They can't take away the good times you had. They can take away the future. Or they can't take away what you and your brothers and sisters and mother and father and uncles and aunts had. No one can take that from you. Nobody can. 
And now um, I'm going to say that was Elsie. Uh, unlike Kevin, I don't think you sound a day over 21. No, I didn't say that. I oh, said no, you, you I, did, and I'm getting you hate Eric, mail no, too. I did not I'm getting say you that, hate Eric. mail too now. <laughs> Eric, I did not say that. I said you sound like you're like 30-ish. And I don't think she sounds a day over 21. Okay, she sounded 12. Is that what you want me to say, Eric? You're 21, Eric? I thought you had a bit – was there a limit on the age to call in? There is not a limit. We will take uh, all calls. Okay. So I'm LC. I'm sorry. I was mistaken by the. Uh, I thought the agenda was over. LC. I apologize. Listen to something nice. Maybe like uh, I don't know. Like I don't even know who's saying in the uh, new kids on the block. Oh, uh, new edition. No oh. Boston. Groups. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that Kevin gives great advice. LC. Here's some other advice. Your customer service. Clearly, you have their file right there. Maybe with their credit card number. I think you could do some real damage. So how about instead of getting in trouble publicly, you play it smart and do that shit behind the scenes. That's my advice to you. All right. You know, we gotta we gotta level them off. You got a good point, Eric. That's it. We do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Screw their credit up. Ruin their life. Get everything because someone yelled at you on the phone. Whatever. Right. Buy do. tickets to a new kids on the block concert. Yeah. And send send the bill to them. That is exactly what I'm talking about. Um, okay, let's take a question from um oh, this question I'm gonna do now, as as people might know, uh, we were supposed to debut this show last week. Unfortunately, I had a bad home accident, but I want I, not I shouldn't have said that. That makes it sound bad. Uh, well, you had happened. a bad home accident, is what you said. You didn't make it to the bathroom, it was late it, night, you had a few drinks, nothing about your sailing dripping, you didn't say uh, that. That's, so you have a bad true. home accident. It's fine. I'm fine now is the point, everyone. He's fine now. He's got those pampered diapers for old people. Ex believe me, I'm not opposed to them. <laughs> um, but so my point is, this question might is, is I know it is outdated and it is from Lori, but I still think we should listen to it because she did take the time to leave it. So here Absolutely. is, here is Lori's um, question. Let's see what you would have said to it. Hi, Kevin. My name is Lori, and I'm from Massachusetts. Go Pats! My husband and I have been invited to a Halloween party, and I want to do a couple's costume, and he doesn't want to dress up at all. Any advice on a compromise so we can have a happy Halloween? Thanks, Kevin. Okay, so a fellow Massachusetts person, the husband does not want to wear a costume, and she does. How are you solving this problem, Kevin? Toughest question of the night. Now, you may look at it and say, how can this be a tough question? But I have not worn a Halloween costume since I was seven years old. Mm -hmm. So, and my daughters, my wife and them are really into that stuff, wearing a Halloween costume. So I would say, listen, let them just come. Look, put a, put a hat on, a Patriot shirt on. You guys said go, Pat. So put a hat on and a Patriot shirt. Tell him he's Gronkowski or Tom Brady or somebody. Put a Budweiser in his hand. You dress up in your costume. Let him put on the Patriot shirt and hat. Let don't tell everyone he's never worn them in his life. So he's coming as Gronkowski. I don't know his first name. And he's coming or Tom Brady. And that's what he's doing. I don't know. Just make him happy. If he doesn't want to go, because I don't dress up, Eric. I really don't. So I don't know why. I'm pretty strange cat i don't dress up but i don't think you should force him to dress up now if he doesn't want to dress up because a lot of times when people get to a certain age they want to relive their childhood in my childhood you, you i might they used to steal my candy off me when i was halloween trick-or-treat so i don't i don't dress up in halloween so just put a brady outfit on him patriot shirt number 12 tom brady a hat and a bear in his hand and let him go and tell him he's tom brady and then you could be whoever you want dress up as Wonder Woman or the Cat Woman or something, and then it looks like you're both dressed up. Compromise. Outsmart them. 
Don't argue with him. Don't get mad at him. Don't yell at him that he's not going to love you. So he's not going to put his hand up on your cheek and kiss you. The kiss that counts. Anyone can just kiss somebody if it don't count. If you're going to kiss someone, make it count. Make them feel that kiss. If they don't feel the kiss, it doesn't count, Eric. And I mean that. So you've got to make them, give them that kiss that counts and make them feel that he he did participate. He's part of it. He put the, the Patriots outfit shirt thing on. But he wears it every day to work. But you don't got to tell the people at the party that. Just let him think. Outsmart him. That's all. Use your head. That's all I get to say. All right. And I um, I have two Oh, I have one comment and your solution. My first comment is, I know you guys uh, can't see it who are watching the show right now, but the people who are watching the playback will. I'm in between two very dressed up Kevins right here. So I think, by the way, you're dressed up here and here, Kevin. Just because it's not, you know, a big pumpkin, you love to dress up, Kevin. You like to look sharp and dressed up. So I disagree with you on that one. Now, number two, this is very simple. You get a divorce. That is what you do. Then you don't have to worry about your husband who couldn't put on a costume for you. Because I'm pretty sure you didn't want to make dinner for him every night, Lori. I'm sure you didn't want to package up all those lunches for him, Lori. But you did a lot of stuff for him. And your husband can't even take two minutes to put a costume on for you for two hours so that you could feel special, Lori. You get a divorce, Lori, is what you do. Laurie, listen, I wish you the best of luck, Laurie. All I have to say is not sticking up for the man over the woman. Trust me, I have seven women in this house. All I'm saying is, Laurie, he works all the time. He's the man. I'm just saying, if you don't want to dress up, pretend you're making him dress up with something he likes. Maybe he likes to wear a suit. Tell him he looks like uh, the godfather or something. Have him dress up and tell him he looks good. And that's how, that's all. Outsmart him. Just outsmart him, Laurie. That's the whole key. Lori was Lori was very busy. She couldn't remember all that. She was busy working to Kevin and then making his lunch and just wants him to put on an outfit. No, Eric, I've never put on an outfit, so Eric, maybe Lori should call my wife and talk to her. Okay, Because I don't put on that. Let's, call let's Debbie see. and yell at Debbie, and she'll yell at you about me. She'll call me names all night. Okay, perfect. Let's go to Golden Hermit. Kevin, this is Golden Hermit, and my question is, if I've asked my husband to help me with something, and he's being a little bit slow, is there a nice way I can ask again or remind him that I need the thing done without coming off naggy? I just don't want to be that annoying, nagging wife, but I also need my husband's help. Thank you so much. Love you. I got, I'll, I'll start Eric, this one, Kevin. Give good advice, sure. Eric. Okay. I want me to tell you, I know what you're going to tell her to do, Eric. I guarantee kick you know. Kick his ass out the door, put no. him in a car, let him out. That's not what you should do. Next time he asks for dinner, go nice and slow, make here. Yep, here's the bread. Yep, 25 minutes later. Yep, here's your chocolate milk. Yep, hour later. Yep, here's your meat, not cooked. Mess with him and everything. So, and say, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. You don't like when it's going slow, honey? Well, ain't that too bad? Because when I asked you to do something, you had to go slow for me. So you know what? I'm going to go slow for you, honey. So next time he'll know. Maybe he'll pay more attention to you. I don't know. Maybe dress up nice. Maybe set some ambiance one night. Have a nice dinner. Make him change. He's got to be, he's got to be, he's got to want to change. He's got to be 
He can't wait to get home to see that beautiful wife of his, to put his arms around that wife and hug her and do anything she asks. You have to make something, you have to make it like important, something for him he wants to do, something that I don't want to go to the bar with my friends and talk about, hey, I worked today and I dug a hole three feet deep. Who gives a shit? He said, you know what, friends? I don't want to have three beers. I'm going to have one and I can't wait to go home to my wife because she's making a dinner and she's got nice perfume on and we're going to sit up and we're going to have a good time and I love her. Do something special. Tell him to shave, anything. Do something special. Go ahead, Eric. Go ahead, Eric. Okay. I'm, I'm um, dead not. Go ahead, Eric. So basically, Golden Hermit wanted to know how not to be annoying when asking yeah, her well, husband. I'm you, how not to be annoying is be annoying and then he'll know you're annoying and he'll stop his bullshit. Right. And my suggestion is, well, maybe if you just didn't talk like this when you asked him to do <laughs> stuff, that'd be less annoying, Golden Hermit. Uh, Golden Hermit, Eric, I agree. You, I agree. Listen, Golden Norman, go out there and put your foot down. Enough's enough. I'm totally kidding, Golden Hermit. Me I too. think you should follow okay. Kevin's advice. Thank you. Thank you. Eric, that was good advice, right? It was good advice. I liked it. Um, okay, let's go. Now, this one, uh, oh, this one looks a little bit long, but uh, okay, we have two more left. We'll take this one. All right, all right let's do this one. It's from um, Jilted Jen. I might have to pause this one. Hey, Eric. Hey, Kevin. So I have an ex. I was with him for like 12 years. I really loved him. I always fantasized about us getting back together. He kind of screwed me over majorly, though. He broke my heart, ended up cheating on me with this girl that's like 13 years younger than him, eventually married her. But she has never really satisfied him mentally or physically. So we kind of started hooking up like two weeks after he was married. It was fun. It was off and on for a while. Now they've separated, but they're not divorced. She's still kind of in the picture. I really do care about him. And I know he's going through a rough time and needs a shoulder to cry on. And, well, maybe a little bit more sometimes, too. Which I don't mind. But he has practically moved in at this point. And so, obviously, my question is... How do I get rid of him? I mean, I really need my space. Okay, so Eric, Eric, so... let me finish this. And this is coming from Eric Curto viewer point. Eric, I'm gonna be on your side this time. Okay. I'm not gonna be nice. I'm not gonna be the guy to say, take him in, do this and that. Now how nice I've been all forty five minutes. Let me tell you something. Are you crazy? You tell him, take his stuff and get the hell out of there. He's what? He two weeks later, he was married to this lady two weeks after he's with you twelve years. And you let him back in? Go. You must go outside. Do what I told you. Go out to a bar. Meet somebody nice. You, you sound like a beautiful young woman. Go out and meet somebody. You throw him out. Tell him he has to leave. Call your brother. Call your father. Call your uncles, your cousin. If you can't, you call Eric. He'll give you my number. I'll call him. But get him the hell out of there. You agree, Eric? I don't. Eric. I don't understand you, Eric. I really don't Kevin, understand Kevin, you. Kevin, come here. Go ahead. Kevin, come here. The show's not funny if we both agree. So one of us has to take the opposite viewpoint. Oh, we can agree. One out of 13 cases. We haven't no, agreed. no, we can't. This man. So you think she should allow him in the house, Eric? Yes. After he was married to another woman <laughs> after her, and then two weeks later went back with her? Yes, because he has Jeez, realized Christ. the error of his ways, Kevin. Eric, he realized the error of his bed ways, nothing other ways. There was, what are you talking about? He only cared about one thing. You know what that one thing is? One thing, one thing. Anal bleaching? I'm not going to say, Eric. I have daughters behind me. I'm not going to say, okay. but we all okay, know. Look. 
I do agree with Kevin on this one. I Thank think you, you need to ditch him. And knew he, Eric would. I knew Eric would. He gave in. Eric was holding out, didn't want to give in, and he knew I was right. This that was very long. I don't remember the details. Was there children? I feel like we need. No, more there was details. no children name. Oh, there was, oh, no, there was children. no children involved. Twelve year relationship broke up. He got remarried. Two weeks after he was remarried, they got together because he needed a fucking shoulder. Can I swear? Yeah, go ahead. Fuck yeah. He needed a shoulder to cry on. She took him back. Now he's back all over her. Won't leave her the fuck alone. And she wants him out. This poor bastard. He he screwed up two marriages, 12 years, another year, 13 years. And you know what he's going to end up? He's going to end up nowhere. He's going to end up in Newark by himself thumbing on the parkway. So what I'm hearing is that you're saying when people are down and out in life, they go to New Jersey. No, I thought she said she was from New Jersey. Oh, oh she's no, not from? No, no. Oh, I apologize. Okay, not the Newark Trump. She's going to be on 95 South and North. That covers the whole East Coast. Sure. He's going to be there thumbing. And no, you can't be picked up thumbing no more. It's a crime. You can't. Did they used to call it thumbing? I tried it the other night, and you, I, I got pulled over. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Okay. Um, I say yes. I completely agree with Kevin. And you need to get rid of that man out of your life. You deserve much better than some booty call who's coming back around. Thank you. After 12 years and two weeks with another woman, enough's enough. Enough's enough. You give me a call. Give her my number, Eric. If she calls in, give my number. I'll text her. I'll send her a couple mojos and some a few other people take care of things. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, this is, uh, okay, I guess this will be our, la- this will be our last voicemail. This will be our last voicemail, uh, from, oh lord, okay. Well, I'm just gonna play it. Okay, you have to tell me about Becky. Who is Becky? I mean, like, what is she all about? Like, <laughs> Becky! <laughs> Becky. Okay, so... Um, Eric, I got the answer. Oh, good, because... Eric, can okay, can you see me on the camera? Go ahead. Can you see me on the camera? Yeah. You see right here, what's right here on my chest? Right. 1972. Guess what Becky did? Uh-oh. She Ripped her heart out. She broke my heart. That's what Becky is. Becky is the love of my life. Becky is the love of all of our life. Becky is the girl name they use. They love it. I know the connotations they use for Becky. I'm not sure. You know what? But Becky is that love when you were younger that you don't have no more. And now you may be married, three or four kids, one kid, two kids. Or you may not be married, single. Or you may not. You may have whatever you want. And Becky is that special girl in the second grade when you were in those rows. One row, two row, three row. And you look over. And you're looking, oh, there's Becky. And the teacher yells at you, slay over. What are you doing? Kevin, what are you doing? I'm like, what? I'm sorry. You're staring at Becky. That's what you're doing. That's who Becky is. Becky could be anyone in this world. And you know what? Becky, I miss you. And I love you, Becky. But Becky, you lost your chance. It's over, Becky. Becky, it's time for you to go back home. It's over, Becky. That's who Becky is. My heart was broken, 1972. It's not being broke again. That was 45 years ago, Eric. That's enough's enough. Okay. Now, I mean, I have a different answer as to who Becky is. I would never have thought of that in my life. Go ahead. What's your answer, pal? My answer is the correct answer. Um, Becky, of course, is Becky Burgess from Big Brother 17. Who took a train to the face, Kevin? She took a train to the face. That's who Becky is. I should have known. You're right. Becky from BB17. I love you and I miss you. Really? Want to take a train to the face? 
She did, and Big Brother, I mean, oh god, Kevin. Every time she would come on the screen, Big Brother would play the two-two train noises. Is that interesting? But you know they have other con you know what Becky means in other words, you know what I mean? No, what does it mean? What were you talking about? I mean you go rap, you know, some of the songs are Becky, I know, you know, I don't know. It means it's a kind of connotations of different type of things, uh sexual exploits sexual exploits, uh, sort of drug uh, connotations, things like that. You mean Molly? I don't know. I never heard the word Molly. I heard Becky. No, but she broke my heart. You listen to what I'm saying, Eric. I was in love in 1972. I was in love. I, I know. I hear it. Becky broke your heart, and you're clearly not over it. No, I'm not. So did Sheila. So did what's a girl? What's the other girl's name? A bunch of girls. Oh, Janice. Janice broke my heart. Oh my God, I loved her. She was so pretty. I think she's not pretty no more, but she was pretty at one time. So is your wife nearby, Kevin? I mean, we're just wondering. <laughs> Eric, I was 11 years old. Oh, okay. I mean, look, 11, I, 11 I got, years old. I got advice for you. Your wife nearby might not want to hear about all these other women that you love. Kevin! They were girlfriends, Eric. When you were in the second grade, remember you had a girlfriend in one week? Nope. And next week you had another girlfriend. Next week you had another. Everybody did. Listen, I went to the Cape for two days, and I went out with a girl, and I came back. When I came back, my brother was going out with her. And then a week later, we went down to the Cape, me and him together. We come back, and our cousin was going out with her. No one actually, you didn't actually do nothing. You played spin the bottle. You would kiss. You didn't even open your mouth. You would press lips and stop breathing. So whatever could breathe, not breathe the longest, they would win the kissing contest. And you just held your breath for 35 seconds, 60 seconds. That was it. It was nothing personal. There was nothing. Kevin. Yeah. You know, we, Those are true we stories. Need to, we need to start wrapping this show up, but now you've just triggered something inside of me, Kevin. I'm, I sorry. Wasn't a cool, I'm sorry for triggering. I wasn't a cool kid, Kevin. I never got invited to parties where people did stuff like play spin really? the bottle. You know or... what, then? Listen, I'm telling you this. You are invited. I'm putting it right here on I'm your show. I'm not playing spin the bottle with you, Kevin. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you're invited for Christmas to my house. You come for Christmas and New Year's Eve to my house, and you will have a great time. Great time. Okay. I'll take you in the Boston, the Seaport District, and then you come back. My wife will cook. We'll have a great time hanging out. No, Eric, it doesn't have to be. You Kevin. just hang it out like, yes. Kevin, yes. I'm going to assume, and I, I may you know what happens when you assume that you are very Italian. German. And Oh, my God. Shut up. Really? German. You don't see in my arms. Did you watch a show? I have stars of my brothers. And then in German, it says brother in German. You no, see the, no, it's you not. The, oh, go ahead. You know the stars in my arm. You ever seen the show when I was on the show? You see that tattoo on my yeah. arm? Yeah. It's six stars. Those are my brothers. And next to it, it says brother in German. Okay, well, Kevin, you I'm going to. Schley Huber? Schley Huber is Italian? Schley no. Huber. Okay, well, Kevin, let me blow your mind right now. Go ahead, blow it. My mom is 100% German. And my dad is 100% Italian. I am 50-50 Italian and German. And the point yeah. that I'm mentioning this to you is, in our my culture, you don't leave on Christmas or Christmas Eve, Kevin. It's like the most important family time no, I, of the year. Well, Eric, I felt bad. I thought you were you were making an assumption you had nowhere to go, so I was inviting you. You could come New Year's Eve then. How All about right, you? I'll be there. You go <laughs> what were you making? I don't cook. You've seen in the show I don't cook. Oh, Christmas yeah, is cooking for me. And then they stopped cooking. I started, I lost 22 pounds. I was, I was malnourished. What the hell do you mean? This is what I mean, Kevin. This is what I mean. We have a ton more questions, but we need to wrap this show. I mean, 
uh, we had questions about legalizing marijuana, secret to successful marriages, how to deal with meddlesome mother-in-laws. So I'm just going to tell everybody, you need to tune in next week when, Kevin, we're yeah. doing this again, right? Absolutely. You got you bet your ass next week. Eric, can I say one thing? Oh, we're not right. Go ahead, yeah. I'm having a, um, a thing. Can you come down to Boston on the 19th well, of November? Um, of maybe. It's we'll, a Sunday. Well, I'm having a Thanksgiving. Remember the Thanksgiving thing I talked about it at the house with the house guest all the time. Right. I'm having right. a I'm having a Thanksgiving uh, a charity event here. It's uh, 250 people. Mm -hmm. I know everyone's going to think it's extravagant the price, but it's a full course. It's appetizers, full course turkey dinner. It's uh, dessert. It's like a wedding. The venue's so beautiful. We can have a DJ. We have photo booth. We have. The, the news media coming. We have five house guests coming. Five house guests. Who oh, can you say? Of course, I can say. Oh, go. Josh, Jason, Paul, Ramses, me, and Michelle from. Uh, I forget what year Michelle was in. Michelle Last Costa. Year. Wait, no, Michelle, Costa? not Michelle. Yeah. Michelle Costa. Michelle yeah. um, Big Meach. Michelle. No, no. Costa. No, no. Oh yes, Michelle Costa. Okay, but yeah. for my year, we have Paul, Josh. Jason and Ramses and me, all five of us are going to be there. That is perfect. And that's a fact. And it's November 19th. It's from five to 10. They got a, they got a five to six is a VIP. Then six to 10 is a open thing. There's only 250 tickets and the charity is going to hold on a minute. Here's the charity right here. Okay. It's going to keep in pace with multiple miracles right there. Put it more in, in the middle. Well, I'll, I'll link to it below this video on the yeah, tomorrow, Eric, tomorrow it's coming out because I have an event planner because it got too big. I couldn't handle it myself Okay. because I'm sort of like crazy. Right. So so it's got a, it's got an event planner, and tomorrow in the afternoon they're putting it all out online, and they're giving away two tickets where you can like pay a dollar a ticket or, or $2 a ticket or three for five bucks, and we'll fly you in, you stay. But all six house guests are confirmed coming. They're going to be there. All of them are going to be there. Okay, wait a minute, because we're getting a lot of questions now. So wait, let me go back for one second. You, they're, you just said they're flying you in. They're flying you in. You, oh, no. you're saying the house guests are flying in. The house guests, okay, are, yeah, got well, it. Yeah, well, they don't live here. Paul lives in L.A. Josh lives in Miami. Ram just lives I, in Michigan. I know, I got it. In Iowa, so I, they're flying in. I thought you were saying that the charity was flying people in. No, like if you bought a ticket, they would fly you to the. I was no, like, wow, no, that's no, a good no, no, charity. No, uh, no, they're they're the house guests are, Got are flying in, and then they're gonna we're gonna have a great time. It's gonna be five six hours of DJ everything. We're gonna have a great time. A full course dinner though, a full course sit down turkey cranberry sauce stuffing, everything you had when you were little when you lived in New York with your mom and dad having a great time. I'm everything, in. everything. I'm in, Kevin. Okay, uh, people, I see. Okay, so Annie wants to know uh, how much is it? Can you let us know how much it is? I, I, the event plan is putting out tomorrow. I think it's maybe, oh. I don't know, it's like 60 or 70 bucks a ticket or something. But okay. it's all going to charity. I mean, the venue did not donate the venue. So we have to we have to pay the venue. You know what I mean? We have to pay. Can you tell us what like the that. venue is, is another question. Oh, man. It's the Grand Villa in East Bridgewater. You Google and look at it. It looks like me and you will get married. If me and you will get married, Eric, that's where we would get married. That's where we would get married. Simple as that. It is beautiful. You should see it. Beautiful. All right. Um, okay, I see people are also asking in the chat room if we don't want to go, but we want to just donate to the charity for you. Can we do that? Yes, we're gonna put it all up online. I'm gonna call the person. Yes, put a. They're gonna. Uh, unfortunately, I got out of high school and we had we had typewriters that you hit like this. 
one button at a time. So I'm not like socially, these social networks and the social stuff, I'm not good at it. So I have people helping me now, finally. I need someone to help me. So my daughters and I have an event plan to help me. Tomorrow they're posting it all. They're going to come here and do a little filming here and they're putting out only 250 tickets. And I was apprehensive because they were saying what the price was, but they're going to be five house guests. It's five hours, a full course, eight, eight, it's full course meal. And then we're going to have dancing and talking and we're going to have raffles and everything. Have a good time. I guarantee you, you pay money to go see a, a concert for someone who doesn't even come out till 1030 at night and you're there at eight at night. We'll be there all night together having a good time. Eric, I hope you can come down. I will totally come if I can. If I will do anything to help you can support stay in my house. We're all staying at the house together. In my house at one time. Um, Kevin? Yes. You're going to have to sweeten the deal. When we're at your house, can we do all those things I never got to do in high school, like spin the bottle? Okay, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Eric, I'd like to thank you, man. We had a great time. Thank everybody out there. Reality Recaps, Eric, you're a cool cat, and I mean that. I love you, man. You're a good time. We had a great time. Is that it? No more questions? No, Kevin. I got a lot more questions. I don't know where you're running off to. You just dropped this big charity bomb, and now everyone wants to know the details. <laughs> I got more questions for you. I'm going so to email it to you. Oh, okay. So wait, everyone, look. Kevin's Twitter is at BB19Kevin. Obviously, it's going. he's going to tweet this information out. So make sure yeah. you're following Kevin on Kevin's Twitter and uh, Kevin's social media. I will put same Inst Instagram's the same thing, BB19Kevin. BB19Kevin. I will put all of the links below this edited video as well so you guys can just click on them. And, of course, I will retweet it. But go right to Kevin. Make sure you're following Kevin on Kevin's social media so that when the stuff goes out on his account tomorrow – uh, you guys get the information right there. I do. I, I will do whatever you want, Kevin. So if you want Thank me you. there to um, support it, I will. I will be there to support it, Kevin. You got it, pal. Thank you. And you can film it and show it. Oh, are you? A, somebody actually did ask that in the chat room. Are you live streaming? Are you doing anything that's going to be? I think we're going to live stream it. Yes. You are going to live stream it. There you go. Well, apparently Kevin didn't think of having us live stream it. So. Well, I didn't know that. I didn't know. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, I do see some of you guys asking. I forgot to say it in the beginning of the show. Yes, this month, Kevin, you're on this. You know, everybody likes this thing that we do here now, uh, where we give away a prize to the number one fan at the end of the month. And it's a big prize. This year's, uh, this month's number one fan is getting the signed cast photo from everybody. Uh, so everyone that's the number one fan on each show, Kevin, they get entered into a little contest to win. And Leslie was the number one fan on this show. So congratulations, Leslie. Congratulations, you are, Leslie. You are on the board to win the autograph at the end of the month. Congratulations, Leslie. All right, everyone. Kevin and I will be back here with you guys next Monday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, maybe we'll do the show. Oh, yeah, we should do the show in person at the charity event. No. Whatever you want to do. You come to my house. I have some chicken palm and hang out anytime. Bye, everybody. Bye, friends. We'll see you guys. Bye, Bye, everybody. Love you guys. Thank you. Love you guys. You guys are all the best. Um, John and Glammy show is uh, Wednesday night. The cooking show, Amy's Survivor show is Thursday. And our uh, game night is Friday. We will see you guys all later. Bye for now, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye.